0: Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love and success in your life today. Hi and welcome, this is Nicola Beer and I'm thrilled you're listening to this because overcoming resentment is one of the most important things you can do to transform your marriage and have that healthy, loving relationship that you deserve. So I'm going to be covering what resentment is and then how to begin to to really let go of it. So resentment is a sense of unfairness. It's that you're not getting enough attention, consideration, affection, reward or appreciation that you deserve for aspects of your life and relationship. It's a mental process of repetitively replaying a feeling and the events leading up to it that angers us. It often starts as a mild form of anger but over time builds and builds until it reaches an alarming level. And it can be far more destructive to health romance and happiness than anger because it stays with us for longer. Built-up resentment can manifest itself in ill health from headaches, stomach pains, IBS, gastric ulcers, depression, exhaustion, back pain, neck pain and insomnia. So how dangerous resentment is is often underestimated because it's a form of anger and anger or is, is, has been linked to high blood pressure and various other illnesses. And as resentment is a form of anger, then that's how it could be damaging to our health. So before we carry on um, looking at resentment and, and going over what it is, let me ask you a few questions to see whether you're holding on to any resentment. Answer these as truthfully as possible. Do you often question your husband or wife for the way that they treat you? and what they do do you wonder why they do what they do to you do you perhaps get annoyed or frustrated because you believe that you do more in your relationship and that you give more in your relationship do you make negative or critical comments about your partner do you think about how you can pay them back against them for something that they've said or done do you mention past events or things that your husband or wife has done to punish them? Do you hold your partner responsible for everything that's wrong in your marriage? Do you hope that they won't achieve certain things in their life? Or do you perhaps think that being ill would be a good way of making your partner feel guilty? If you've answered yes to any of these questions, then it's likely that there is a resentment at some level present. Resentment causes problems in relationships because it's a silent killer of closeness, love and friendship. The good news is, with the right actions, you can let go of resentment and free yourself from the emotional burden and agitation. It's easy to say to yourself, I must let this go and move on. And if you're anything like me, you often think that you have let it go. Until something comes up and bam, you explode. Either outwardly or inwardly. And resentment floods your being that's often because while you might tell yourself to focus on the future, to be grateful, to let it go, your subconscious mind doesn't want you to forget it. it thinks by holding on to it it's protecting you from being hurt in the future, which is why we really need to get into actions to let go of resentment and work with both the conscious and subconscious mind and That's what the process to release resentment does and will help you. And I'm going to be sharing with you how to do that at the end of this audio. So stay listening to the end and make sure that you get into action to release the resentment so that you can have that love inside of you that you really deserve. I want, for the sake of yourself and for the sake of the relationship, for you to be able to live In the moment, not the past. And I'm going to explain to you now some things about resentment to help you understand why just telling yourself to let it go or someone else telling you to let it go, which is even worse when we hear that, um, why it's so difficult. Because once we understand why it's so difficult, then we're motivated to take the action that is going to release it. So the first thing about resentment is that it can sit with us for longer. Anger, when you think about it, is often an intense feeling that only lasts a short time. And when we let it out, it often can go. And anger is usually triggered by a specific event or behaviour. This means that once we express it, we can say, "Okay, you did that, that made me angry, I'm letting it go. I've I've told you what's wrong and it's gone. So is receiving an apology. Sometimes receiving an apology can help. Because it's about a specific behaviour or action, okay, you can let it go. However, resentment is normally towards someone rather than a one-off incident, a one-off behaviour. So that's why it's so much harder to move on from, leaving it to sit with us. And the more we hold on to it, often the more intense it can become. Resentment also works in chains, and I call this the chains of resentment. So as I've just stated, the issue with resentment is never just about one thing. It's often about a person and an unjustness of their behaviour in the way they treat you. For that reason, resentment is linked to several aspects of a person's behaviour. You may, for example, resent your partner for being dishonest, but you will also be quick to relate this with their other perceived behaviours, such as lateness, lack of affection and any other annoying habits. You may then accumulate them all to mean the same thing, like they don't care about me or I come last. In essence, everything you identify to be unfair towards you gets linked like a chain. This chain is very damaging to relationships because trivial things become big issues and overreactions become common. You may get agitated or annoyed or withdraw when seemingly small things aren't done. This often shocks both in a couple, yet they feel powerless to change it. When we overreact, it's because of the chain, as we're reliving the experience of all the unfairness on one small thing. And this is where one behavior carries the weight of the whole chain, even though it's just one link. So let me give you an example, let's say, You're annoyed that your partner is leaving food plates or a glass around the house. You know, they're not clearing up after themselves. And that annoys you. And so you accumulate that to mean that they don't care about you, they're not listening to you. You've told them it annoys you and they're still doing it. That means that they're selfish, they're lazy or whatever it is that you're playing in your head. And let's say then they take on what you've said on board and they're really clean and they don't leave anything cluttered and then something else happens for example they don't fill up the car with petrol or they forget to do something that they said they were going to do and then you link everything and you get angry at their new thing and you link it with all the times that you've told them about the the clutter in the house and so you then accumulate everything and when you accumulate everything what you're really doing here is reacting to not one thing, but lots of things. And then they may forget something else in a few weeks later, and then you'll say, well, I can't believe you've forgotten this. And then you're associating it to everything else. And that's why this one thing can really feel so annoying, so angry, uh, because it's linked in a chain. So this is another thing that is really important about resentment that we need to be aware of. You can focus and ask your partner to change, however, this will just have a limited effect because them changing one aspect, like I mentioned in that example, say your, your, your partner changes that one thing, if you've already got it linked in a chain, something else will trigger it and then you'll react to them the way you, you've reacted to them in the past. So that's why your partner changing one of behaviour is rarely effective. Because resentment is often ingrained in you. And if you think about it as well, resentment is based on that unfairness that I mentioned. And nothing in a relationship can ever be fair because it's always so subjective. How can treatment and life be fair in a relationship? So we need to be able to let go of resentment from inside of us and take the actions necessary. Not expect our partner to change. The other thing about resentment is that it's actually more of a mood than a feeling, and because of that it's difficult to, to shift because when you think of the experience of resentment it's really hard to pinpoint because it's just about the general behavior and it's a general mood that you have and feelings and emotions they occur in waves. we might feel angry, it comes and it falls. We might feel disappointed, it comes and it falls we might feel love might come up really high and sometimes it may fade. Whereas moods are more like a steady current flowing beneath the surface of consciousness. Always there, but rarely detectable until we do some careful self-reflection like we're doing now. We're going into this and we're really looking at our behavior. And this is a really important distinction because if we try to heal resentment by changing the way we feel, it's likely to be ineffective as the mood supporting the feelings is underneath it. So therefore, we need to go deeper with resentment, because if we just focus on changing a feeling, it's really going to do little to change our mood. For example, if your underlying mood is positive, you're likely to feel emotions like interest, engagement, excitement, love, compassion, enjoyment. These emotions motivate that behaviours, that are caring, kind, thoughtful, romantic, creative, supportive. If you're in kind of this good mood, then your tolerance is going to be higher. For example, lateness or poor customer service or spilling something on the side or forgetting something is less likely to annoy you. However, if your underlying mood is resentful, then you're going to be feeling Um, emotions of anger, you're going to be feeling jealousy, envy and this is going to motivate behaviour which is controlling, dominating, possessive, confrontational, withdrawing, rejecting, impulsive and dismissive. So take that same incident again, let's say someone's annoyed annoyed you in a, a restaurant and they're not giving you the customer service that you deserve, If your underlying mood is resentful, you're going to really get annoyed. You're going to overreact to that person because you're in the mood of resentment. Whereas if you're in a mood of positive, you'll be, okay, yes, their service is annoying today, but I'm not going to let it get to me. I'm not going to let it affect my mood because my mood is positive and I'm able then to just let it go. So with this kind of behavioural reinforcement that resentment has, just changing a feeling is going to be really difficult. And that's why many people share when they read in self-help books or courses, or they know in themselves, OK, I should try to have the attitude of gratitude. Let me write a list of what I'm grateful for. Well, if, you've, if your whole mood is resentful, you're not going to be able to do an exercise like focusing on what you're happy about, focusing what you're grateful for in your life. It's just not going to work. One of the last main things I really want to mention about resentment before we get into changing it is that resentment is not just a thing of the past. It's also a thing of the future because it's related to distrust. Well-meaning friends, therapists, coaches, counsellors, experts may have advised us to let go of the past. They may have just said, just let go. And whilst I might be, and I'm going to be sharing some powerful tools to let go, we also must recognise that resentment is also related to the future. And that's why so many of us struggle to release resentment effectively. Because we're holding on to it because we're hoping that it may protect us. And the reason that it's a thing of the future is because we often hold on to it to punish ourselves. So what do I mean by that? What I mean is, do you ever say to yourself, why did I trust them? How could I trust him? How could I trust her again? I knew they would let me down. Why did I allow myself to fall for that again? I'm not going to let myself be made a fool of. When you say those kind of things to yourself, what you're doing is you're hoping that by holding on to the resentment, you're going to prevent past issues from hurting you in the future. And what you've got to realise is that all that's being achieved here is harm to you. Because it's a misconception that resentment will protect you from future hurt. You will have more hurt by holding on to it, as people will react to what they see inside of you and even fear or avoid you. We can often spot a resentful and bitter person. Unfortunately, we cannot hide resentment. And I'm going to be sharing a really good exercise in a minute so you can see what resentment looks like from the outside. Because when resentment has reached a high level, it is really easy to spot in your partner. You can just know, you can sense it, you can feel it, you can see it. And this is where that saying comes from, chip on the shoulder. When we see someone harbouring resentment, we can see in the way they're acting, the way they look. And this is really important. Because it will impact how they treat you. So it's not just about how you treat them if you're harbouring resentment. If someone can see that you're angry and look aggressive, then they're naturally going to respond to you acting in that way, often without thinking. So the important thing to realise is that holding on to resentment really does damage the relationship. Now, in order for you to see what it looks like and feels like, I'd love you to stop the audio now and go and get a mirror and then come back and press play. So if you're willing to play the game with me, please go ahead, pause the audio now if you can. If not, write a note in your calendar that you'd like to just do do this exercise. It takes literally two minutes of your time. That's all. Pause the audio and then come back with a mirror. Got one? Great. So what does resentment look and feel like to others? That's the exercise that we're going to do right now. What I'd like you to do, and don't do this obviously if you're driving, is look in the mirror for at least 35 to 40 seconds. Because at first, when we look in the mirror, we tend to pose. and We don't want to pose, we just want to see you in truth. And then when you're looking in the mirror, what I'd like you to do is think about all the things that you're resenting, all the things that are unfair. And as you focus on your unfairness, you will notice that your heart rate may slightly increase. Your shoulders and neck and jaw stiffen or become more tense. You may notice that your facial expressions also change as they become more agitated and tense. And you'll probably look, as you think of unfairness and the treatment of the situation or the treatment of your spouse or their behaviour, you'll probably try to look away or look down. But for this exercise, just try and hold your look And just keep looking at the mirror. And what you'll notice is you'll notice that you look pretty unapproachable or unfriendly at best. And at worst, perhaps a little mean-spirited. So the thing about resentment is how it feels on the inside, that hurt, that upsetness, that vulnerability, that disappointment, is not how it looks on the outside. And if in your relationship your partner is not understanding you, Or they're always expecting you to be angry or they're always expecting that you're going to shout at them or you're going to be against them. It's probably because the resentment you're holding on to is not allowing you to show that real you. The good news is there are much more positive and constructive ways to protect yourself from the potential hurt and harm that resentment causes So how can we let go of resentment, knowing that it's so damaging to our health, to our self-esteem and and self, and also to our relationship? Well, it's actually a two-hour process that I go through in my online Save the Marriage 10-step program, where I give an audio and a workbook to, to work through it, and it does take at least two hours, or when I go through it with individuals. However, I really want you to get the benefit and having known that a lot of our resentment is led by our subconscious mind, then what I want to give you today is a free gift. The free gift is a meditation or hypnotherapy track. It's very relaxing and it just enables you to just forgive and let go. Forgive and let go. Of anything you need to be forgiven for and anything your partner needs to be forgiven for. It's really a wonderful track that I created to help people let go. And many couples have said that they found it really useful and relaxing. And you can listen to this on your own when you're um, just before sleeping or in your lunch break, in your car perhaps... Or before you go to work, some people uh, said they've had really great enjoyment by setting their alarm 20 minutes earlier and then just drifting for 20 minutes in this beautiful state. So use it whenever you can. It's free. You can just get it from my website, which is www.savemymarriageprogram.com, And it's under the free section and it's called Meditation Or you can just go to www.savemymarriageprogram.com forward slash forgive. And I really invite you to enjoy listening to that because it really will transform your relationship with resentment and transform your marriage. And so listen to it for at least three weeks, at least 21 times, and it will really have an impact. And I'd love to hear from you if you enjoyed that and what you thought about it. So... That's all we've got time for today. Thank you so much for listening. Wishing you a wonderful week ahead. If you do have any questions for me, then I really encourage you to book a free Save My Marriage consultation. Again, you just go to my website, www.savemymarriageprogram.com, Click on the free free section and there'll be a free consultation listed there and then you can just follow the instructions. So um, have a great week ahead and... Hopefully connect with you again very soon. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources, such as secrets to a happier relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit www.purepeacecoaching.com today.